listening to the podcast 82488. Strived to match the Pearl's style and skill set. As his skinny body grew corded with muscle, he retained the showy hand-eye coordination he'd always possessed. Dribbling the basketball between his legs, swirling it behind his back, spinning to the hoop as if he were smaller, as if he were a guard. And that was a selection from today's story. The Rise, Kobe Bryant, and the Pursuit of Immortality. By author, Mike Shelsky. Championship banners hanging inside the gymnasium. 
to the kaleidoscopic mosaics of Kobe on the walls outside of the gym, to the glass trophy case where the school displayed five of Kobe's sneakers and four framed photographs of him and the 1996 state championship trophy, the lustrous golden basketball that he held above his head that night in Hershey. The reporters filed out. The mourners continued to arrive. The carpet. Page 24. To live in the city, to learn those things, but you did have to play in the city to learn them. The beauty of Joe as a ball player and an athlete was that his speed wasn't his only elite trait. He could do whatever his coaches asked him to do, be whatever his teams needed him to be. His playground model was Earl Monroe, a Bartram alumnus who went on to a Hall of Fame NBA career with the Baltimore Bullets and New York Knicks. And though he grew to be six inches taller than the six foot three Monroe, Joe strived to match the Pearl's style and skill set. As his skinny body grew corded with muscle, he retained the showy hand-eye coordination he'd always possessed. Dribbling the basketball between his legs, swirling it behind his back, spinning to the hoop as if he were smaller, as if he were a guard, which at times he was. Joe had gifts that other kids his height didn't, or if they did, weren't permitted to utilize then. A coach who happened to have a player six foot nine or taller stuck that player in the post, in the center of the team's offense and defense. Stay close to the basket, son. Shoot layups, maybe a hook shot, protect the rim. But Joe, mercy, Joe averaged 27.4 points, 17 rebounds, 6 assists, and 6 blocked shots during his senior season. Joe scored 57 points in a game against one public league team, Park, and had 40 points and 21 rebounds against another public league team. Overbrook in his final home game for Bartram. Joe ran the mile in 4 minutes 45 seconds and the 880 meters in 2 minutes 1 second. Long jumped 19 feet and triple jumped 39 feet 9 inches for Bartram's track team. Joe was so damned athletic and looked so good being so damned athletic, liquid, no jagged edges to his game, always playing at his own pace, a suit suit dance slow down until it was ballet, that the other guys at the playgrounds gave him a nickname born of the old Glenn Miller tune, a big band song title shortened to slang, gotta be jelly, Cause jam don't shake like that. Joe's game didn't shake. 
Joe's game switched and flowed. Now Joe wasn't just Joe. Joe was jelly bean. Perfect. I eat about four pounds of jelly beans a day, he said in high school. And even if he... Page 88. Collegiate Conference. The move, the brainchild of athletic director Bob Mullen. Though LaSalle had little in common with the conference's other programs, which included Wisconsin, Green Bay, Detroit Mercy, and Illinois Chicago. Mullen approved the change on the expectation, promise, that three other schools, Xavier, Dayton, and DeQuince, were joining too, and that their inclusion in a stronger league would lead to more revenue for LaSalle. The explorers were moving up in weight class, and there would be more pressure on Morris to recruit better players as his program prepared to push west. As spring warmed into summer, the nature of Kobe's basketball education shifted. Gone were the restrictions imposed by Dr. George Smith. Summertime meant the developmental level of the sunny hill and assorted camps where he could either play or volunteer as a counselor. LaSalle's was only one. The summer of 1992 was the beginning of a balancing act that he would carry out until he entered the NBA. The long-term, team-orientated goals of the Lower Marion program versus his long-term, individual goals. His polite, respectful demeanor away from basketball versus his cutthroat disposition on the court. Tracing the arc of those months, one can see with clarity who he was, who he was becoming, and where he was going. The summer began with a phone call from Greg Downer to his mentor, John Zick, to ask for a favor. Downer had mistakenly scheduled two basketball camps for the same week, and there was no way he could supervise both at the same time. One of them was a day camp, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m for 30 to 45 kids at the Agnes Irwin School in Bryn Mawr. Was Zick willing to oversee one for him? I'd be happy to do it, Zick told him. Even better, Zick's son Mike, a sophomore guard at the Harvard School, could work as one of John's counselors. Great, Downer said, and I'll give you this kid Kobe Bryant. John, Mike, and Kobe ran the camp's drills for the week. Glorified babysitting, Mike said. The real fun was lunch. Every day, Kobe would play Mike one-on-one -on -one in horse. Four or five games. Every day, Mike, a dead-eye jump shooter, who himself had played for years, in the end, the rise, Kobe Bryant, and the pursuit 
of immortality. Mike Shelsky. Throughout the flight of literature, you will find a story that touches your soul. Please support the authors in this show by viewing the books on the website 82488.com. That's numbers 824, the word 8.